welcome to episode six of Community Roundabout, the podcast brought to you by, by Mount Evelyn and District's Financial Services Limited, operators of Community Bank Mount Evelyn. As you're probably aware, this is our 20th anniversary this year. We opened in May 2002, and uh, this year we're going to see a number of celebrations across the year, so look out for uh, that activity throughout um, May and even all the way up to our AGM in November. Uh, so to celebrate our 20th anniversary, I've brought together all four of the chairs of the board of directors. Uh, so I have um, Alan Grundy. Do you want to say hello, Alan? Hello, Gareth. Uh, th there might be some pauses because we are actually recording this on Zoom. So uh, bear with us if there are some gaps in, in the recording. Uh, after Alan was Jill. Hello, Gareth. Hi, Jill. Good to see you again. Then Terry took over. Hi, Gareth. How are you? Thanks for coming, Terry. And our current chair, John Stroud. Yeah. Hi, Gareth. Hi, everyone. Hi, John. Hi, John. So let's start this by asking Alan, how did, how did this all start? Because I think this started as a twinkle in your eye. Thanks, Gareth. I, I observed the way the big four were treating their communities and people. Uh, and I'm referring back to the, the 90s especially in rural and regional areas. In the 90s, they closed approximately 2,000 branches, which was devastating to many. For example, when NAB closed in Mount Evelyn, a very, very profitable branch, they sent me a letter saying they were relocating my accounts to Louisville for my convenience. I had vaguely heard of something called community banking and decided to look into it and to pursue it. It was in the process in Walden and I went and introduced myself to the two figureheads there at the time, two gentlemen, Ian Dallarue and Don Vickers. I was very impressed how the whole project was gelling the community together. I became a shareholder and at the opening, I'd made myself known to Bendigo Bank senior management um, and stated that I want this for my town. From this, we never ever looked back. Over the steering period, I formed a steering committee and had our meetings, and Jill will remember this fondly. We had our meetings at Aegon's Barbershop and we were spoiled by Lydia, Aegon's wife, and her Bavarian-type cakes and cookies. The next two years were incredibly busy advertising and promoting our intent and getting expressions of interest. 
We were supported strongly and opted to form a company with me as chair. We then had to employ a manager, find premises for rent with an option to purchase, form a body corporate. We could proceed once sufficient funds were raised and with the help of Bendigo Bank, we were able to create a fit here for our branch. I'm cutting a, a very long story very short. An incredible number of meetings were held during the process, our own committee and board meetings with Bendigo Bank, solicitors, shire, landlord, um, body corporate, our manager, etc. We employed staff and opened in 2002, the 2nd of May. Uh, it, that's, as I say, very, very brief and in a nutshell. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, Alan. I, I think uh, we as directors would thank you for having that foresight of making that first approach and, and getting the ball rolling and, and starting this branch. Uh, it certainly had a big impact in Mount Evelyn and, and the areas around it. And I'm, I'm sure we'll touch on that a bit as we go around the room as well. How about you, Jill? How did you get involved with the community bank in Mount Evelyn? Well, I was approached by the steering committee, uh, which was probably Alan <laughs> at, that, at that time. Um, in, my, in my business at that stage, I, I had the video library in Mount Evelyn for 26 years. And Alan used to come in and try and convince me to join, <laughs> which um, successfully he did. And uh, I think that was the late 1990s. I got involved just on the end of the 1990s. Um, and then, of course, we opened in 2002. So I guess as a business owner and um, um, longstanding community resident, I thought that the idea was definitely going to um, be an integral part of our, commu our commercial community in Mount Evelyn. Um, and uh, I enjoyed the time as on the steering committee, um, convincing people to consider moving their banking and, and to buy in um, into, into the share availability as well. So as Ellen said, we opened in 2002 and um, apart from a few little hiccups along the way which are really quite minor I guess now but um, we've been very successful and delivered what we said we would do and that was to you know bring bring the uh, the profits back to the community in the redistribution um, of the profits and uh, and thereby strengthen strengthen it as as we did that yeah absolutely um and for anybody who's not been uh, watching Facebook or anything, it's now up to $3.5 million that we've returned back to the community. That's which, amazing. Uh, That's just wonderful. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. And I think it's testament again to, to the four of you and your strong leadership in, uh, in bringing this uh, enterprise forward. Terry, if I can move on to you. Your, yours is a slightly different story. It is. Um, I got a phone call from David Watt, the senior branch manager, 
he rang me. I was at my role as the president of the Basin Wildcats Basketball Club asking if they could help us, give us some money. And I jumped at it. And David said he'd like to come around and talk to me about it. And he turned up and was offering money. And I said, this is great because it beats a couple of um, Bunnings barbecues or sausage sizzles a lot easier. And then after all this, and yes, thank you very much. He said, well, you didn't get nothing for nothing. He said, I'd like you to come to a meeting to, to establish a steering committee for us to open our third branch. So I went along and not knowing anything about community banking and straight away loved the idea and joined the steering committee. Unfortunately, about 12 months later, we realised it wasn't going to happen and that steering committee was disbanded. But Jill, the chair of the board at the time, asked me to join the board, which I did. And uh, within six months, I was the chair, which was quite a surprise. And uh, it was one of the best four to six years I've had in my life. So I totally loved it. And thank you very much, Jill, for the opportunity. <laughs> Simple. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. John, that, that brings us neatly round to you as well. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Um, yeah, my journey was an interesting one too. Uh, I was the sponsorship manager at uh, the Mount Evelyn Football Netball Club for about uh, 10, 12 years. And during that time, I was president for six of them as well. And through that, I got to know the team at the Bendigo Bank. And in fact, it was Alan that and I that got the discussions going for the, the bank to become a major sponsor of the club. So we developed a very close relationship with, uh, with the team at the community bank. And so when I retired from full-time work uh, nearly four years ago, now I was approached to see if I'd be interested in joining as a director, which I said yes to. Uh, I thought it would be a good thing to do. And my background in the area of being community and a little bit like Terry, within 12 months, I was uh, the chair. And uh, Terry, Terry and I are still having a debate about uh, whether we disclose this or not. But I think I've got to go with what you said, Terry, that uh, you did tell me on the way. And again, I've uh, found it extremely satisfying. So I've been on both sides of the fence in terms of uh, what the community bank does. And I, I know how much good work it does. So certainly I've enjoyed the role as well. So it's been a, a great ride so far. Yeah, excellent. Thank you, John. Thank you, everyone, for uh, just telling us a bit about how you got involved. So I'll, I'll go around again, uh, the room again, um, and I'll just ask you what community banking means to you. Should, should we start with you, Alan? Thanks, Harris. I have always considered community banking as a very worthwhile alternative to normal banking whereby the community shares, by supporting our bank, the profits. Also, a very personable means of face-to-face -face banking. Simple terms. Thanks, Alan. And Jill? Well, um, we all need to use a bank for, for a variety of reasons. So why not and I th this probably sounds like a little bit of a commercial, but why not use a bank that uh, redistributes its profits back into the community and, uh, and, and, and in doing that strengthens 
the community. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Terry, for yourself? Yeah, what it means is that community groups that probably wouldn't have the funds to do a lot of things they need to do to help people within the community, they are now able to do that through the generosity of community banking. And I think it's something that the government and councils used to do to a whole. Now they don't do it. It's now, I think, left up to a degree to the community banking and it's a whole that we feel very well. Thank you. John, and for yourself. Yeah, I see community banking as a win-win. Um, we can help the community that helps us. So by obtaining the support from the community, we, we give back. And, you know, we saw that through COVID more recently, but it's been going on for a long time. And the other thing it does is it makes these groups stronger within themselves and it ends up making Yarra Valley a better place to live. So uh, I think everyone's a winner in that situation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I'm just going to mix up the, the randomise the, the questions a little bit now. Um, so, Jill, what was your best memory of, of your time as chair? Um, it was probably the opening of Montrose. In fact, it was. Um, and I know that the ultimate decision was to amalgamate the two businesses as we went down the track. But initially, we were buoyant, excited. Um, it was, you know, a lot of the branches were expanding into having a second branch. And we'd done our due diligence on Montrose and and we were very keen to, um, to open a second branch there. But as banking changed, I guess, um, our decisions around that had to change as well. But I think the euphoria in the beginning, the steering committee days, mm -hmm. and it wasn't that hard to raise the money, was it, Gareth? <laughs> no, no. No, I think we did very well. We did. We, we got over what we wanted. But um, I think that that's, that's the highlight. Second to opening Mount Evelyn, of course, that was, that was number one. But um, I think Montrose, yeah, it was equally as, as, as exciting. Yeah. Terry, what about you? What was your best uh, memory? I don't have one best memory. I have a whole lot of memories of the smiles that I put on faces of every time I turned up to an event. You know, you weren't the bank manager that everyone hated the bank manager. Everyone loved the Bendigo Bank chair and the managers because we were giving the money back. And I just loved the atmosphere as every time I walked into an event... I was welcomed, I put smiles on people's faces and then the anticipation of what they thought we were going to do. So it was just the whole experience, not just one memory. It was just an overall great memory of what I've been doing in that four or five years' time. Alan, what was your favourite memory? That's the hardest question um, you've presented, Gareth. I haven't got a favourite mem memory. There's everything was favourite. There's so many countless occasions. But I've tried to summarise it as being at the helm 
of such a worthwhile and rewarding initiative and enterprise. And I had to, I've got to talk about my own people as well. I had some wonderful people who shared my vision and dedication, my steering committee, my board, my management, my staff. I never looked for accolades myself, but received many. Many awards, including Best Community Bank, we were awarded that in Hobart, Tasmania, and I'll never forget that moment. Being invited by Bendigo Bank to present many talks and presentations, being invited to sit on the shower of Yarra Rangers Grants Committee, um, being in state government Hanson for several initiatives that fortunately I came up with, but my um, board supported each one of them. Uh, mentoring other community bank committees and boards, meeting so many other people, including uh, government personnel and also res uh, as an ultimate personally receiving an Australian of the Year Award. <laughs> yes, I could not believe it. It was absolutely overwhelming. It was I didn't know about that. I thought you instigated it. <laughs> I wish no, I had I, it. I honestly didn't know about it, Alan. Jill, in 2004, I got a um, Australian of the Year Award uh, by Lisa Curry-Kenny. Wow. Or right. Kenny Curry-Kenny. Yeah. And uh, I've got it at home. It's grown. It, it didn't come out of a new train box, did it? And, and well-deserved, too. Yeah. Thank you, John. Well done. Absolutely. Uh, if I can just add to that, not part of my answer, but during my, a lot of my time as chair, I was also a member of other uh, groups and the, the bank work helped with that award. I was on a police safety and security um, group METIC, the Traders Group, and there was another one too, and Jill, you may recall, but, um, but I was involved in our initiatives as well, you know, like Band the Bulb and um, a Learner Drive initiatives, things like mm. that. So it was an extremely busy time, but I think the award was as a result of a combination of those different things. Okay. Yeah. Okay, John. Best bits. Yeah. Thanks, Gareth. Yeah, I look back in my uh, in my um, third year as chair, and so during that time, the thing that sticks out in my mind is is the support that we gave to community groups during COVID. A lot of groups uh, had their revenue streams cut off. They they couldn't charge membership fees. A lot of the groups couldn't operate because of the lockdown. Uh, and we created a number of initiatives to cope with that. One of them was some stimulus grants to, to major community groups that needed it. We did a coffee for the community campaign where we gave out 
uh, just under uh, $10,000 worth of vouchers. We did it in two phases uh, for people that were doing it tough during lockdown and they were $10 vouchers where you could buy a coffee and a cake at a local business. So we helped stimulate businesses as well. And that was done in Mount Evelyn and Montrose. And the other thing is we stayed open during COVID despite all the challenges that were going on with the, the staff protocols, having to deal with changing rules uh, daily sometimes and the apprehension of staff and, and customers, uh, the place stayed open. So it was a real testament to our staff. And so, again, it's not just one thing, um, but the staff have been fantastic and we have a great team there. So they're, they're the things that I reflect on that give me the best uh, thoughts at this stage. And, of course, it's continuing at the moment. Fantastic. Thank you, very, thank you, John. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Mount Evelyn and Districts Financial Services Limited. As part of one of Australia's biggest banks, Community Bank Mount Evelyn offers a comprehensive selection of competitive products and services. We combine the service and technology you expect from a big bank with the personal attention and genuine commitment you expect from us. Always with a clear focus on putting our customers and communities first. Feel better about who you bank with. For more information, visit our website at medfsl.com.au, call 9737-1833 or drop into our branch at Shop 2, 35-39 Ray Crescent, Mount Evelyn. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Buy it, reno it, love it. A home renovation can make your home feel new again. See what's possible with a Bendigo Complete Home Loan. Low rates, fantastic service and 100% offset on fixed or variable loans. You'll love coming home to Bendigo Bank. The better big bank. Lending criteria, terms, conditions, fees and charges apply and are subject to change.